Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. So you understand this free will offering is for you. What is happening when I'm fasting? I'm drawing near to God. I'm getting closer to God. I'm fasting for the right reasons. I understand this thing. I'm pressing this thing. This is what you got to know. It's a, and I've, I preach this every year right around this time. It's fasting is allowing you to get your spiritual edge back. Now, we get a little dull with our worship sometimes. You know what I mean? We go through the motions. Um, how, many time, how much of witnessing of your faith have you been doing? You know, we get a little dull in being a light. You know, we get a little dim with our light. We get a little dull with our acts. You know, uh, how, ma- how, many, how many people are you inviting to church? You know, like these are the things that like we get dull in. Um, and I'm being serious. And that's not like preacher hype. Like when's the last time I invited somebody to church? You know, me. You know, like, hey, man, you know, I just get used to doing life. I get a little dull about salvation. I get a little dull about prayer. When's the last time you prayed for somebody? Right there at work. I'm not talking about a church. When's the last time you invited somebody to church? Getting a little dull? When's the last time you read the word more than three minutes? We get a little dull? When's the last time you prayed in the spirit a little bit more besides corporate prayer? We get a little dull because we're out there in life, and while we're out there in life, sometimes we lose our edge. So what we're understanding that as we come into this time of annually fasting, part of the design call of God that we've been called to, we are going to start seeing God do a lot of miracles in the church for people who are serious about seeking God. Um, I, I think it's amazing that um, a lot of people don't realize that they lost their edge. You know, like, and, and, and I don't say that in a weird way, but you can lose your edge, like, you know, in your family dynamic, you know what I mean? As a family, we're not really serving God at that level. You know, the kids get loose. You know, I, I just got with the kids this morning, and I was like, hey, man, we got our scripture. We're doing scriptures every day. Like, you know, if you don't maintain that, you'll forget about it, man. Life is moving a million miles an hour. I told Pastor Liz we're going to pray morning and night together, you know, and man, the other night, man, I was fading, I was, I was praying prayers fading out. You ever pray prayers fading out? You know, like, God, you know, bless, bless Jesus and Jesus, bless God. You know, I was fading out, man. So I was like, oh, I got to get it. I got to shake myself. I'm getting a little dull. I'm getting formality prayers, you know. Oh, God, bless me. He already blessed you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. That's a goofy prayer. You know what I mean? So you got to get, you got to get focused. How about any of your marriages are getting dull? How many of your relationships with your kids are getting dull? How many of your relationships are getting dull with the Lord? You know, we stand, you know, we got church and, and this, this is a big thing. And, uh, you know, the NI, we got the NIV. You got NIV? Can you go to Romans, if you got the NIV, go to Ro- Romans 12 and 1, please. Romans 12 and 1. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't even have the NIV here, but I know what it says. So I'll read it up there on the screen for you. You know, it's Romans 12, 1, it says, you know, I beseech you therefore, brethren. But look what it says here. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true what? And proper worship. So wait a minute, wait a minute. So me 
sacrificing my life is proper worship. That's what he's saying. Living sacrifice. So sacrifice means I don't do what I want to do. I don't say what I want to say. I don't go where I want to go. I sacrifice my own opinion. I sacrifice in my life. I sacrifice. I lay things down. I don't push more with this. I lay some stuff down. Right? He said, this is your reasonable act of worship. So wait a minute. If, if sacrifice is an act of worship, then my worship isn't just singing songs. Worship is an element. Like when I say, oh, well, you know, worship God, I think like, well, you got to be praising and worshiping him with songs. No, no, no. Your what? Your action of worship is what? Sacrifice. Laying it down. So let's say this. And one of the things you understand with sacrificing of time, uh, sacrificing of things like I'm not. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do too much TV. I'm not gonna do too too much social media. I'm sacrificing. I'm sacrificing something I want to do, and I'm filling it up with spending time with God. That's worship. I'm sacrificing to spend time in prayer. That's worship. I'm sacrificing to spend time singing songs. That's worship, because one of the proofs of love is spending time with someone. So, so you ask yourself, hey, wait a minute now. I'm over here going, what is my act of worship? It's my sacrifice. Present your body a living sacrifice. Be not conformed, be transformed through the renewing of the mind. So let this mind kind of get in you that when you fast, you sacrifice some stuff. Man, I'm hungry. You're sacrificing. Man, I want to go jerk around on the phone for three hours, but I promise God I'd only be on social media for a half hour. You're sacrificing. They might not be big, but they're big to God. I'm sacrificing. And he said, your sacrifice is your what? Act of worship. Wow. Wow. So, you're saying to me that this ain't just get up here in the worship service. That's exactly what I'm saying to you. A lot of times you lose your edge. Right? You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we go through the formality of it. There's no edge in, you know, what we're hearing, what we're doing, what we're living. We become dull. So fasting in this short time period of self-denial releases long-term rewards. Okay? It changes the... So, um, you can really get your edge back through fasting because it sharpens you up. God uses um, the avenue of fasting to give you power to do more than you could possibly do on your own strength. Isn't that, that's good stuff. So that's one of the things, you know, I, I think it's big. Um, for me and you to pull that in. You got a part to do, and then God will do whatever God's going to do. Because this is the thing with fasting. They think, oh, you know, I'm going to fast, and God, no. You got a part to do, Okay. 
you need to you need to get the edge back by spending time. Okay? So how do I do that? You gotta make up your mind that I'm going for it. Um I think one of the biggest problems with this is we we start this internal negotiation way too many times. Like, did you say you're gonna do it? Then do it, man. The alarm rings, get up. The 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 you know, this is what I think it could help people. Like people are like, man, I you know, I I can't seem to break these habits or I can't I can't break these inconsistencies or I'm trying to get over this hump of life. Man, it's easy. Make a decision. Once you make a decision, never negotiate with yourself again after you made that decision and you'll never have a problem doing everything you want to do in life. You have to stop the inward monologue and dialogue of negotiation. That's it. Because how many times have you done this? Oh, well, you know, I can sleep in a little bit. You hit the snooze and you never get up. Oh, well, I don't have to worry about what I'm eating today, you know. Monday's coming, you know. Oh, well, I'm not spending that much time goofing around. No, you got to understand this. This is very important that you, you, to get your edge back and fast, you're going to have to make a once and for all decision that I'm going for it and stop the negotiating with yourself. Like, oh, I'm going to make 50, 52 weeks of service. Man, I'm telling you, man, I see this all the time, and I cannot understand this one. And this is not the guilt trip you to go to church or pressure you. Why in the heaven would you even make going to church an option? I'm like this, not going to church. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to church. I'm going to church no matter what. So where would there even be an option of not going to church? You know what I mean? Why would you even make going to church an option what I'm saying is this is, what, what do you mean? Get up and go. You don't do that with work. Oh, I don't know if I feel like going in this week. Go do that a couple of many, two for many times. You won't have a job. You know what I'm saying? That's, this is unrealistic. And America is so goofy, they're, letting, they're paying people to stay home, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. What incentive do you have to go out and, and, and work? Now, if you can't physically work, I understand it. If you're retired, that's a different story. You already, you already did your deal. But I'm talking about lazy people sitting home just getting a check because they don't want to go to work because they're lazy. What country should reward somebody for that? That's ridiculous. That's empowering people to be lazy. That's not a bunny trail. That's the God's honest truth. And that's the problem we got. And then you go and just, you know, well, you know, I... I just, you know, and they, they want to give you, they want to give you money. They're going to give you money just to stay home? For what good reason is that? I seen something the other day. They're going to pay people. They, they were doing this. They were paying people that do not have a job, do not want a job. They're going to pay them anyway. Are you kidding me? God's on the truth. I read, if I didn't see with my own eyes, I'd be like, you got to be kidding me, dude. The dude's like, I get a check. And I'm just chilling out, and I don't do nothing. Man, let me tell you right now, they need to make me the president of the United States or something, man. I'm like, look, dude, if you get in a check, you know that dirty median we got over there on ISB? You get the check after you show up there and pick up all the garbage out there. You're empowering people to be lazy. Oh, Pastor Chris, you got your edge back. 
Yeah, it's going to get worse. These wackadoos want to hand out money to these nitwits. Got no sense in her head. I seen this thing the other day. This crazy cuckoo bird. I think these people, they think they're going to be squirrels and birds and all that. I'm, I'm not kidding you, man. The guy thought he was an animal. He identified himself as some kind of animal. I was like, dude, why am I watching this? Are you kidding me? Are you literally kidding me? And you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna parade this stuff around and go, this, this, this is, we lost our edge, man. We better get a spiritual edge back. You know? I'm telling you right here and now, Pastor Chris, you, where you get on this stuff? This is why I don't need to be on this social media. I need to fast that day. I'm not kidding. If you didn't see this stuff with your own eyes, you'd think you were losing it. You're not. So why am I fasting? I need to get my edge back. Because you don't want to get so dull, you're like this mess. I don't know how we got on this, but whatever. We're here. Praise be to God. Fasting releases God's supernatural power. Write that down. It's a tool we can use when there's opposition in our life to God's will. You got that? So you might be divided, discouraged. You might be feeling depressed or defeated or doubt might try to come in. As we unitedly pray and fast, God will give a blow to the enemy from stopping that basic hindrance producing those feelings in you through fasting. You get your edge back. You ever get dull? You ever get like, you know, a little discouraged? You ever get a little bit, you know, got a little stuff going on? Man, it'll put the benefits back on you through fasting and prayer. Another one of the many benefits of fasting is praying and praying is personal victories in your own life. Not just in your corporate life, but in your own life. In a certain area of your life, if you need to get victory, sometimes you got to fast a little bit. So obviously, look, what am I saying? Maybe your mind is, you know, becoming bombarded with thoughts you don't need to think. You know, all right? Maybe shut it down. Fasting will give you power over some of these strongholds trying to attach themselves to you. It gets your edge back and it gets you power. Now, do I think you got to fast all the time for this stuff? No, but what I'm saying is this, while we're fasting, these are, I think it's good to fast every year for a couple of days. I'm going to tell you what, I told you, man, I got to get that video. Um, the health benefits are phenomenal, phenomenal. I just seen another guy the other day that he was talking about a three-day fast, okay, with, with, you know, liquid, and he was telling all how to do it. He said, your liver will literally cleanse itself. Uh, can you believe this? The doctor, the cardiologist guy's like, your whole body will detoxify itself and regenerate healthy cells. Basically, it'll destroy unhealthy cells and it will produce brand new healthy cells. So you can, I'm telling you, man, there's something to this. You know, this ain't just like, you know, um, you know, you could look this stuff up. You can Google it and you could find it, you know, and I'll tell you what, um, it's just life changing. So you can get areas of change in your body. Some of you are going to get healed during this fast. Man, you said, I got these symptoms, man, but I started fasting and I started praying and now all of a sudden I don't have those symptoms anymore. I don't have those, I don't have those um, problems anymore coming against my body. Some of you might say this, well, 
Will fasting bring me closer to God? Absolutely. Fasting, reading the word, praying will give you the strength to draw closer to God. Some of the many benefits of fasting are it enables you to concentrate more on the spiritual world, right? And give up consciousness of the world that we live in. Because you're taking your attention off of this and you're putting it. It leads to greater intimacy with God. And it denies the flesh. So your flesh gets weak when you fast. Now, you ever, you ever, you ever start fasting? Man, I said this, man. When you start fasting, that Krispy Kreme donut sign has an audible voice. You ever go on a diet? You ever go, everybody's watching me been on a diet. You ever cut back what you're eating? You ever go on a fast? Man, that Krispy Kreme sign talks in tongues to you, man. Eat me. You ain't never had a desire for a day in your life for some of this stuff, and now you're craving the wackiest stuff in the world because you just want to eat a box of stuff. My buddy, my buddy, this guy made me laugh, man. He's like, he's like, I ate, I ate, I think he ate 12 donuts. He, he told me, man, I, I could find out for sure, but he ate 12 stinking donuts. I don't know if there's anybody I know that ate 12 donuts but this guy. Have you ever heard anybody eating 12 donuts? This joker ate 12 donuts. He said, man, he said, he said, I, I don't know what was wrong with me. I ate 12 donuts. He said, it was around the holidays. He said, I just ate 12 donuts. He said, my body wanted donuts and I ate 12 of them. I was like, oh my God, dude. I can't even think of eating one donut right now, let alone eating 12. I was like, my God, you must have been nasty. And, and what it was, was your flesh is crazy, man. If you leave it alone, that joker will eat anything you put in front of it, won't it? I was like, I was laughing, you know. 12 donuts, what's the matter with you? How in the heaven did you eat 12 donuts not make yourself throw up all over the place? I, this sermon's going somewhere tonight. I'm having fun now. I'm like eating 12 donuts and crazy people think they're birds. I, I feel Brother Norval's anointing coming on me. I'm going to cast devils out of these weirdos. In Jesus' name. Um, you know, weirdos want to be birds. I'll cast a devil out of you, wacko. <laughs> I mean, I love people, man. Come on, man. Some of you need deliverance. Uh, what, what is going to help me draw near to God? I'll tell you one thing, it ain't going to be eating 12 donuts, <laughs> that's for sure. And I laughed so hard. I said, you ate 12 donuts. I said, you better fast and pray and get victory over your flesh. And let me explain. Oh, I'm going to meddle now. I feel it. Some of you people got a problem with your flesh dominating you. You've been, you've, been, you've been winning the victory over this battle of your flesh for 25 years, and you ain't been winning. Some of you need to fast a little bit and discipline that joker. Now, Pastor Chris, well, you know, you, you better be nice. No, 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 no. I can give you power if you listen because I do it. Well, what did I do? I stopped negotiating with myself. I'm going to get up and I, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go take a walk and pray in tongues. Well, then when the buzzer goes off, get up. Put the thing on the other side of the room so when it rings, you got to get out of bed and go shut it and don't go back. Non-negotiable. Oh, Sunday morning, I'm going to church. Well, put the thing on the other side of the thing and when the buzzer goes off, Bring, get up. Go put your clothes on and go to church. Yeah, I got, I'm struggling. 
I'm struggling. Yeah, you're struggling, all right. You're going to struggle forever because you're to struggle. Build these non-negotiables internally, and that's it. I'm reading my Bible now. Oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it later. I'm going to pray later. No, now. Well, how in the heaven is this going to help me in life? Well, number one, it's going to help you hear God clear. Now, some of you don't have a desire to hear God, and I understand that. But guess what? If you fast a little bit and get sensitive, you'll hear that voice again. A lot of people run around in Christian church. I, I don't know if I need to hear God that much. I just want to go to church and you tell me inspired things and make me happy. No, you should want to hear God. You should want to hear God about your family. You should want to hear God about your lifestyle. You should want to draw closer to God. For those of you who want to draw closer to God and hear when he's speaking to them, fasting enables you to enter into a space without chaos and distraction. It allows you to enter into space, quiet space, without the chaos of life and distraction of life. Because here's the big thing. Without you focusing on eating and things of the world and social entertainment and having fun and all this stuff for a little bit and giving more time to the things of God, you will become more sensitive to God's voice. So here's what happens. There's nothing wrong with sociable and eating and all that stuff. But we make it such a highlight of the day. Like, ooh, what are we going to go eat? And ooh, what are we going to do? And ooh, it's a social activity. And when you pull that away and you focus on God and you put your attention on God, the things of God become so much more real. You get so hungry for his presence. You'll develop a sensitive spirit. You'll develop a teachable heart. You'll develop, these, you'll develop a, a, a God-listening ear. You'll develop. It's a spiritual discipline that the Bible teaches, and Jesus expects us to fast. And he said, I'll reward your fasting, which means this. As you voluntarily reduce or eliminate the intake of food for a specific time and purpose, right? I will reward you openly. Remember we read that in Matthew 6? Matthew 6, I think it's 18. Let's go look. Matthew 6, 18. King James is great. He said, I will reward you openly because your father in secret seeth in secret. But he, that, then thou appear not in the men to fast, but thy father, which is, yeah, that's it. Matthew 6, 18. King James. You know, I'm throwing a lot of stuff at you, but it's good stuff. You know, why should I fast? Man, there's a lot of good reasons. You know? I'm going to give you three things. I'm going to let you go with this. That now appear in a man to fast. Don't appear to men that you fast, but unto the Father which is in secret, and the Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. So he's saying when you fast and get quiet and separate yourself, God's going to see it. Don't got to tell nobody. And then what he's going to do, I'm going to reward it openly. So obviously he's a rewarder of the faster. He just told you that. So fasting gives you more time for prayer. So basically what you're saying is the time I would give to eating is now the time I'm going to give to fasting. So let's just think about this, right? Say like you give, say like you breakfast, lunch, and dinner people, right? So you said this. Now, now some of you, I'm going to motivate you through this. Say you got a half hour in the morning, you get a half hour for lunch, and you got a half hour for dinner. There's an hour and a half a day you spend eating. So obviously I don't know if you do that, but you get what I'm saying. So how about this? Well, Pastor Chris, I want to eat. 
what ain't, you eat your half hour in the morning, you eat your half hour in the afternoon, you eat your half hour in the evening, but you can give God a half hour at night. Take it out of the TV waste of time. Take it out of something. See, that's the thing right there. Like, some people are like, well, now I'll do it tonight. Yeah, because you want to eat. Now, some of you, you locked in this thing. God's got you Daniel fasting. I tell them every year, some of you are going to hurt a squirrel. you eating so many nuts on that Daniel fast, you'd be hurting. You know what's funny? You know what's funny about this too? You ever do this? The one year I think we did like, we ate real light. Man, you'll get so annoyed with having to eat the same thing over and over. And you're going to realize you got flesh. You're going to realize you got flesh. The minute you fast, nuts won't be good no more. This won't be good. You're going to choke a squirrel if you could catch one. You're like, I've had it with this. Start coming out of your skin. Some of you are going to get angry a little bit because you're hangry. You know? We should do a Snickers commercial while we're doing this, this fasting thing. Are you hangry, Pastor Chris? Yeah, I'm hangry. Hangry, I'm flipping out because I'm eating nuts or whatever you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. Some of you, man, you're going through social media withdrawals. Praise the Lord. God has never spoken to me about coffee, and he hasn't done it this year. Thanks be to God, and he's not going to do it because that's where my faith is at. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm going to drink all the coffee I want. Fasting shows God a deep desire when you're praying for something. It shows that you're serious enough about it to pay a personal price. Now, listen. God honors that deep desire, but he does not reward it because you work for it. It just shows God, like, hey, I'm really serious about this. Like, I'm serious about coming after you. It's, in, it's intentionality behind it. Okay? And here's the last one. Fasting releases God's supernatural power. And that's big. Now, I said that before, but I want you to really get that. Do you need some supernatural power for some stuff in life? Isaiah 58, look at Isaiah. This is the fast that Jesus declares. Let's read this real quick. Isaiah 58, you ever read this? Six. And you, you know what? You could, um, uh, you could do this. Uh, we're over you fasted. Yeah, start with verse three. Isaiah 58, three. I'll read a couple of scriptures and then I'm gonna let you go. Okay. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not. Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge. Behold, in the day of your fast you find pleasure, and you what? You stop all your labors. Behold, you fast for strife and debate, to smite with the fist of wickedness. You shall what? Not fast as they do, or make your very voice heard on high. He said, don't fast with the wrong motive. Don't fast to be seen. Don't fast with motives. He's saying, don't have this kind of thing. What kind of fast do I want? It is this. Such I fast, I took a day for a man to afflict his soul. Did you get that? That's your mind, your will, and your emotions, man. Let, them, let your body be afflicted, meaning like, don't give your flesh what it wants. Bow down your head as a bulrush and spread sackcloth with ashes under him. Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day of the Lord? Is not this the fast I've chosen? Well, what's the fast you've chosen? I'm going to loose the bands. How many need some bands of wickedness loosed? How many of you want to be undone of heavy burdens? How many of you want to let the oppressed go free and break every yoke? Woo, come on, somebody. That's what I'm talking about. Get some, this is the kind of fast. What, I'm seeing you do this. 
Give your food to the poor. Put, put some clothes on the shivering. He's talking about it. Listen what this says in the Message Bible. In Isaiah 50, let's read Isaiah 58, 6 in the Message and we're done. Do you call fasting? I got a fast for you. You want to see it? I like this. This is the kind of fast day I'm after. To break the chains of, how many need some broken chains of injustice? Get rid of exploitation in the workplace. Be free of the oppressed. Cancel debts. He's talking about, man, I'm talking about getting set free. He's talking about supernatural power and the availability of time while you fast. I promise you today, you are in a right place, making the right decision, seeking. Now, listen, if some of you stumbled out of the gate, like, you know, this happens every year. Like, somebody got out. They started Sunday. You know, they did good. You know, we're, we're only a couple of days in. What is it? Like, we started on the 8th, right? You know, like three days in or whatever we're in. So you might say, man, three days in, I already messed it up. You didn't mess up nothing. Just get right back at it. Don't throw the whole thing away just because you had a struggle, day, whatever. Get back in and seek God. So if you're praying and you're fasting or you put down the social media or whatever you did or the food, wherever it is you are at, if you have a struggle day, get back up the next day. Do not, like if you struggled in the morning, Get up at night and get going. If you struggled at the night, get up in the morning and get going. Do not stop just because you had a setback. Setback is not going to hold you back. Stay with God. He'll give you the grace and mercy. There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. God forgot about it. You should too. And just keep pushing. Okay? I promise you, every minute you give to God, he will reward you openly with victory. Amen? Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for each and every person listening at the sound of my voice. I thank you for encouraging them, equipping them, giving them the strength, giving them spiritual strength, giving them the fortitude and the know-how how to be an overcomer. I thank you, Lord, for blessing them and keeping them. And let fasting transformation 2023 be the best year of their life. Anoint them afresh and anew. Give them strength and ability and allow them to do everything you've called them to do and be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Hallelujah. Guys, I promise you, I'm praying for you. I'm believing God with you. Go to the app. We got every day. We're giving you encouragement. We're helping you. Go to Chris Sarno Ministries app. Go to Relevant Church app. We're excited about it. Download the YouTube like we talked to you about. Get these videos on. Put this stuff in front of you. Go to relevantfl.org. Get this stuff. Feed it in your spirit. I got people listening to me. They're playing in the house. They're playing in the car. Why? Keep the word of God in your ear. Keep the word of God in your eye. And overcome every single situation, circumstance, life. Because I promise you, you can. Because the power of God's working in you. Amen. I love you. I'll see you Sunday. Here's some announcements for you. And remember this. You're doing a great job. Transformation 2023. It's going to be the best year of your life. I love you. See you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.